In Trump Time, Truth, Straight, No Chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room is brought to you by Getter, the Twitter killer. Sign up for Getter today and strike a blow against cancel culture. Getter, the Twitter killer, an ultimate in social media engagement. Now here's Dr. Peter Navarro deep in the D.C. swamp from the In Trump Time War Room. Welcome to episode three of the In Trump Time podcast. In this episode, I'm going to draft off a nice little hit I did on Newsmax regarding two key issues related to the transnational criminal organization, otherwise known as the People's Republic of China. In the first part of the segment with Jen Pellegrino and Mercedes Schlapp, we get into the nitty and the gritty of Apple's secret deal with communist China. What constantly annoyed me at the White House was the preferential treatment that Apple and its CEO, Tim Cook, consistently got on tariffs. Apple's lament was always the same. Just give us tariff relief now, and we'll be sure to bring the jobs home later. When I heard that crap come out of Cook's mouth, all I really heard was him saying to us, you dumb, naive idiots, give us the tariff relief now, and we will wait you out for the next administration. Of course, the person I blame the most for this crap is Jared Kushner. He was always courting Silicon Valley oligarchs, whether it was Tim Cook on the China tariffs or Mark Zuckerberg on the Section 230 exemptions for social media. We just got played by those corporate scumbags, even as Jared always thought he was king of the world. The only person who did more damage than Kushner to the Trump presidency was Steve Mnuchin. And that will be the theme of a future podcast coming up soon. The other subject we will deal with in segment two of this podcast will be America's policy on the Beijing Olympics in 2022. How about we refuse to go until China comes clean about the Wuhan virus and agrees to take Tony Fauci off our hands? Why not let Fauci run their healthcare system into the ground and jab their kids? At any rate, here are the two segments. We've always had an idea this major big tech company is in China's pocket, but now we have proof. We sure do. For the past five years, Apple has reportedly had a secret deal with China for $275 billion to help improve China's economy. In 2016, Apple was facing the threat of cybersecurity audits in China, as well as limitations on its app store and Apple Pay. But instead of standing strong, Apple caved to the communist regime and signed a sweetheart deal to expand their footprint in Asia. But they knew this was bad for optics, so the agreement details were withheld for years until now. Well, joining us now is former Trump White House trade advisor and the author of In Trump Time, A Journal of America's Plague Year, Peter Navarro. Peter, always great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Mercy, Jen. Great to see you both. So Apple, you know, they had to know this was a bad deal if they tried to keep it a secret. So, you know, what should the consequences be now that we all know about it? Uh, let me let me take you inside the White House. Uh, all, all, for all four years, as President Donald Trump uh, cracked down on China's economic aggression, uh, Tim Cook and Apple was constantly asking us uh, for waivers from the tariffs, 
uh, and 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 always promising at some future point that he'd bring his production home. And it was all a lie. Tim Cook's a lie. Apple's a lie. Apple basically is is the, is the typical corporate sociopath that only cares about making money. Cook is he's a t he's like a politician. You know, he's got that smile. He's likable and everything like that. But but at the end of the day, he's an empty suit who wanted to offshore our jobs. I would be remiss in not pointing out that today, no, uh, December 7th, um, Pearl Harbor Day is an important one. In, in my In Trump Time book, I do make the case that our third Pearl Harbor, after the original one in the Twin Towers, uh, did occur uh, because communist China uh, came to Washington, D.C. on January 15th, signed that skinny trade deal, which Tim Cook was all over. But as they were doing that, they were unleashing that pandemic by seeding and spreading the virus. And we, we should never forget that. And, and, and folks like Tim Cook, um, we were too soft on him at the Trump White House in retrospect because uh, he was always telling us he was going to do better and he always did right. worse. And now we see this secret deal. Yeah, and Peter, it's not just Tim Cook. You know, it's a lot of these other uh, organizations like the NBA yes. uh, who and Disney. Uh, so there's a bunch of those organizations that constantly are favoring China over the United States. But let yeah. me get your uh, perspective on this. Over the weekend, we saw Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin say that Chinese military flights over Beijing look like rehearsals, but also said the U.S. isn't afraid of competition. But this is what we're dealing with. China seems to be playing a whole different game, okay? So while the U.S. is focused on wokeism, and the U.S. military on wokeism, on vaccine mandates, what is China focused on? They're focused on building their military. They're building a military base off of Africa's Atlantic coast. Their military spending is now larger than India, China, uh, Japan, Taiwan, and Southeast Asia combined. I yeah. mean, how big of a threat are we dealing with and what we're seeing with China? And how unprepared is the United States? Well, well, let me be the Grinch that stole the Chinese Communist Party Christmas. Here's a stat for you, Mercy. Uh, our trade deficit with China every year is roughly equivalent to their military budget. So in effect, at Christmas, when we go to the, the big box retailers and buy all that made in China stuff, we are essentially paying for the missiles, the planes, the hypersonic vehicles, the submarines, um, and the jackboots, by the way, that, that went into Hong Kong. Um, and and this, this word competition that the Pentagon uses is just so wrong. Uh, it makes it seem uh, like, like a healthy competition that we've got to win, when in fact what China is trying to do um, is overthrow this government, take over the world, uh, and they are sig a significant uh, existential threat. And, and we need kind of across the board much stronger um, actions towards them. That was the beauty of Donald Trump. He lifted right. the, the negative view of communist China from below, well below 50 percent up into the 80 percent because he simply told the truth about communist China. And, and that's where mm -hmm. we are. The Pentagon at Mercy, you're absolutely right. What is this woke stuff? They, the combat readiness is the only thing the Pentagon should be focused on. That's, that's right. the last thing they're focused on. This segment of the In Trump Time podcast is brought to you by Steve Bannon's War Room. Join Bannon's War Room posse and get tomorrow's news today. All signal, no noise. Bannon's War Room. 
Yeah, and Peter, I want to talk to you about the upcoming Olympics. You know, Biden announced that diplomatic boycott. China responded, uh, you know, complaining that we're not following through with the spirit of the games. They've uh, said there will be retaliation. But I mean, no. do you think they're just laughing at us and laughing at Biden right now? And I'm really curious to know how the Trump administration would have handled this. Well, there's no question in my mind that, that we should boycott entirely the Olympics. This whole idea of not sending diplomats, saying, hey, boo-hoo, big deal. Um, here's the reality. We have to ask ourselves the question. We, we are supposed to be the great power in the world uh, based on democracy and freedom and human rights, right? So here we have a country who's going to host an Olympics. Let me, let's count the ways. They got 2 million people in concentration camps in Xinjiang province. Some of those people are, are unwilling organ donors who get literally burned alive after they have to give up their corneas and hearts. That in and of itself is grounds for getting out of the Olympics. They, the jackboots took over Hong Kong behind the pandemic, and now Hong Kong is no longer a free state where it was promised many more years of such freedom. Uh, right. uh, China, Communist China is over the Taiwan Strait, threatening one of the great democracies in Asia in Taiwan. Um, we have the continued seven deadly sins, as I describe in the end Trump time book, economic regression against the United States. It's the forced technology transfer, the cyber hacking of computers, the intellectual property theft, the currency manipulation, boom, boom, boom. So why, when, when are we gonna, when are we gonna wake up instead of getting woke about communist China right. and say, you know what? Um, this looks a lot like 1936. Why are we going over there? Why are we giving them any kind of uh, credibility? We, we shouldn't have done it in, um, I think it was the 2008 Olympics. That was China's coming out of a party. Uh, they loved it. It gave them more stature in the world. It was a big mistake then. It will be a big mistake uh, the way we're doing it now. Right. Well, Peter Navarro, we do have to run, but quickly before we go, guys, can we do a full screen on Peter? Because I don't think you get enough credit for these incredible backgrounds that you have. Every time you come on the show, you got a great background, and it seems like you put I a lot of thought that, into them. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is the June uh, January 15, 2020, Pearl Harbor. The Chinese came to town to sign that deal. They knew, they knew that pandemic was on the on the loose, and they sat right next to the president. Uh, and just like that Cordell Hull moment in December 6, when the Japanese came uh, for peace, and and meanwhile their carriers were uh, getting ready to attack us. So thanks for Jen for uh, for appreciating my background, and thanks <laughs> we, ladies. We uh, uh, yeah, we appreciate for the, for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, as always. Right. Good night. Well, that's it for this edition of Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room. Be sure to order your own copy of In Trump Time today on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And during this holiday season, consider gifting copies of In Trump Time to your friends and family. In Trump Time is a great gift for this holiday season. And you may want to try the audiobook. This innovative production features the voices of everyone from Stephen K. Bannon, Victor Davis Hanson, and Corey Lewandowski to President Trump himself. In Trump Time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. In Trump Time, buy it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. <laughs>